What is up, everybody? I'm George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Didi. So this is the finale of Seeking Brother Husband, the first season ever. We only got six episodes, and we're a bit disappointed because we wanted more drama, more episodes. We wanted to get more in-depth in the lives of these women who are living a polyandry lifestyle. So we're hoping for a second season because the show trended on Twitter. It's gotten a lot of buzz. A lot of people are talking about it. So we're hoping that we will be seeing these couples and maybe some new couples as well next season. So I want to talk about Mike and Alyssa a little bit because on the um, finale, we found out that a few days after that conversation with Mike's mom, Alyssa, wanted to set the record straight about kids. You know, she said that, look, I don't want to have kids. I'm sick of people assuming since I'm a woman that I want to pop out kids and start a family and be a housewife. And I kind of kind of see it from her angle. A lot of people, even like when little girls are given Barbie dolls, I remember back in the day, Barbie dolls used to come with like a baby stroller and a baby. And it's like, stop putting that that thought into girls' mind. They, they can do so much more than just have a child. So I totally understand how she feels. But at the same time, Mike doesn't feel that way because we were watching his reaction and he was like, well, maybe in the future we can change our mind about kids. And she was like, no, we're not having kids. I don't want kids. That's out of the question. And then he brought up something pretty interesting. He said, well, what if we decided in the future we didn't want to live the polyandry lifestyle anymore? And Alyssa was like, well, that's interesting that you would bring it up because they literally just started and it was his idea but i think we've known all along since the season started he's not really okay with it he kind of brought it up and she ran with it and i don't think that he thought it would ever go this far so he basically confessed in this episode in the finale that this isn't what he wants to do into old age this isn't the number one choice for his life for the rest of the relationship that they're in for the rest of his marriage. So I think that that shows that you were right, because I think you were saying, I think he's confessed, you know, that if the situation was different, he would have never done this. This isn't his first choice of a lifestyle. And he even brought it up. And the way Alyssa reacts to him when he shares his opinion and thoughts, I think is why he never wants to be open and honest with her. I do think there's a little bit of fear in there. I think he fears that she will decide if he doesn't do what she wants, she'll walk away from the marriage. She'll leave him and he'll be left alone. And I'm wondering in the back of my mind, is that such a bad thing? Is it so bad to find someone who's going to love you and listen to you and let you be heard and understood? I know that they've been together for so many years and I know that they love each other, but love isn't always enough. When someone doesn't respect you and they don't always put your feelings first, it's not always enough, right? Exactly. Um, it has to work both ways. You have to communicate and respect and love each other on the same level, if not more. If I was Mike, I would have then ran the other way. Just I would have ran out the door. And, you know, I was sitting there watching it and I was like, oh, my goodness, I've been right this whole time. He is actually saying, <laughs> you know, if there's um, in a possible way, a chance in the future for them not to live the polyandry life. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was right all along. He is not OK with it. You could tell the guy was in tears or almost in tears every single time he had to talk about it. He is obvious. It is so obvious. And his mom hit the nail with the hammer because. She even said that she knew uh, for a fact her son was not 
okay with this lifestyle and he never will be. I think that the amount of compromise that Mike is putting in to this relationship is draining him mentally. Like, I feel like you can tell by the look on his face, the way he feels, how he talks, how he reacts is he's drained. He's emotionally and mentally drained from all of the compromise and it's hurting him. Like he doesn't want to ever meet these men that Elisa is with. And at the end of the um, episode, it said that they're still dating. Well, she's still dating, but he's still to this day never met any of the people that she's interacting with. And I feel like that is just a dead giveaway that he's not okay. That's a red flag. Yes, because <laughs> all of the other um, women who are living the polyandry lifestyle, they're seeking a brother husband. The, the husbands not, not only are brother husbands, they're friends. They do things together. They have a bond and a relationship with each other as well as the woman. And he is the only guy this season who seems to be unable to even stomach the appearance of another man, the actual existence of him being a part of that relationship. And I think that that shows that this isn't going to be something he's going to be able to do. And I think that he's kind of been rolling with it and pretending it's okay. And there's only so much that you can pretend and say it's okay. I think that it's probably best for him to just be honest. And if Elisa doesn't take his feelings into consideration and maybe move to a more monogamous relationship, and if that's not something that she's able to do, because I think in, in actuality, I don't think she's able to be monogamous. That's how they got into this situation in the first place. I feel like monogamy is just not something that she's going to be able to do. And unfortunately, Mike might need to find somebody who can do that? And it might not be Alyssa. And unfortunately, if that relationship does end, it's going to be for the best. You know, it's going to be the best option for Mike to be happy. Yes. The only thing I can say is bye, Alicia. <laughs> run, Mike, run. <laughs> I think that it would be best for him. And, you know, if she wants to date multiple people, um, I think that that's something that she should pursue. But um, I really think she should take a, a, a note out of Kim's playbook. Kim um, this season is so open to making sure everyone is on board and everyone is okay and everyone is comfortable. And I think Elisa doesn't do any of that. She doesn't make sure that people are happy. They're in a good place. They're okay and comfortable. She's just thinking about herself. And I think Kim is definitely doing the polyandry lifestyle correctly. She wants to make sure that everyone that she involves in this lifestyle fully understands it loves be, being a part of it, loves her, and they're getting the emotional um, nourishment that they need in this situation. And she is so willing to say, if you can't accept this, I'm willing to let you go because your happiness and your emotions are so important to me that I don't want to pull you or string you along into something that you may not be okay with. So I really, really think that Elisa needs to take some notes and understand that it's not only about you. There are also other people in this situation who you need to, to understand and listen to and make sure that they're okay. So, oh, I want to talk about Shara, Patrick, and now it's Valentino. If you remember at the beginning of the season, it was Noble, but Noble has been fully replaced or swapped out in his... Um, in his yeah, he's been <laughs> fully swapped out. And... It's been a couple of months since Shara and her new man, Valentino, have been dating. They went to the, to the doctor to check on her ovaries to make sure that everything is good because she is ready to start a family. Now, even though Valentino has said that he is nowhere near ready, she still wanted to find out 
if it was even a possibility, because talking about it is one thing, making sure that it's going to be a reality is another. So other than a few um, benign fibroids, everything looks great. I think Dr. Slaughter referred to her um, ovaries as a, the ovaries of a 25 year old, which I think is great. So the idea of her having a baby is a possibility. So now she just has to determine which man it was because in the doctor's office, they were saying, we don't know if it's going to be Patrick. We don't know if it's going to be Valentino. I was like, well, first of all, Patrick said it's not going to be him. Like we already know that he said in his point in his Friends life, like, no way. <laughs> he was like, y'all can do what y'all want to do and have well, how many babies you want. It's not going to be my babies. But we found out that there was a pregnancy scare and Shara thought she was pregnant. She was three weeks late in her cycle. And Patrick had a reaction. Did you notice the reaction, Patrick? He got pale. He needed water. And it's kind of showing that he's not fully on board, right? Is that what you got? Because I was like, at first, he seemed to say it was if this was going to make Shara happy, this is what he wanted. But when the idea and thought that it was already taking place, Patrick almost got lightheaded, right? <laughs> I thought he was going to pass out there for a second. Hey, I mean, he got up real quick. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was like okay with him because he keeps saying over and over again, he is not having no more kids. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this fixing to explode on Shara? What's going on here? But I mean, I get it. You know, like he said, he knows and he knew that she is, you know, seeking someone um, not only to be in the polyandry lifestyle with him, um, but, you know, to be a potential father to her child. And like he said, you know, that caught him off guard. It was moving a lot faster than what he thought it was going to move. And I mean, even Valentine's expression, he was like, wait a minute, what? I mean, both of them, their face just turned white. Like they seen a ghost or something. I was like, wait a minute. Am I fixing to get excited for Shara? Is Shara fixing to have her baby? I mean, I was like getting all excited. <laughs> well, but, I, I yes. think that the fact that it's only been a couple of months, I think that would have also gotten the same reaction out of me. You know, guys, like I think I said this on the podcast before, guys are very, very hard to convince to do anything. Like getting a guy to pick a place to eat, you know, or an outfit to wear or something to do, it's very hard. So getting a guy to be okay with a lifelong decision, like having a baby two months after you meet him, it's almost an impossible task. Like it's almost impossible to do for him to be fully on board and happy. And even Valentino said, he said, if you were, I would be happy. But I was like, your face is telling me something else. Your face is telling me that you're you're worried and you're scared. But I was like, your, your mouth is saying you would be happy, which I know a baby is a gift. You're going to be happy that the gift is happening to you, but you're also going to be worried because in his job as an event planner, he said that a child doesn't really fit into his lifestyle right now. And I can understand that. I respect people who they manage their time and they know what they can and can't do and they don't take on too much. When you're dedicated to your job, you're dedicated to your career, I respect people who make that a priority. Don't bring a child into the, the um, list of things that you need to do and then have them written on a list of things to do because that child is going to need more than just a written in time every day. That child is going to need so much of you and so much of your time. So I respect that. I just feel like Shara is moving too fast. And I don't want anyone in the situation to be a father before they're ready. And I feel like Patrick is not ready because he doesn't want one. And Valentino is not ready because they've only known each other for two months. But we did find out 
he did move to Atlanta from Texas and he is living with Patrick and Shara. So they are still very serious, but no one is pregnant right now. And I think that is for the best. I think that living with each other and learning the dynamic, because remember with Noble living together was the end of the relationship. So if Valentino can live with Patrick and Shara and they can make the dynamic work, maybe down the line, uh, you can add a baby into that mix. But again, Patrick, I hope that you have some water handy and, you know, when you find out, because I know that that news was just something that you took really hard. Yes. And remember, guys, it only takes one time. So <laughs> one time. So take, take um, a lot of precaution. Yes. You need a lot, lots and lots and lots of precaution. But yes, I'm so, so excited for Shara. Um and I get it. I'm, you know, I'm a woman. I get it. We all want babies and we all want lots of them. I get it. But yeah, she is. I think she's moving a little bit fast, too fast. But maybe by next season, um, she'll be pregnant. We'll see. I, yeah, I want that for her. I know that this is what she wants more than anything. I'm worried that the guys aren't on the same page because I know, like I said, Patrick is her living husband. And Valentino is living with them. So everyone is going to be a father. So you can't really say, I don't want any more kids because once that child is there and that's the situation you're in, you're you're the bonus dad. You know, you're going to be doing things with that child, whether you like it or not. So I just want everyone to be ready, everyone to be on yeah. the same page because that child is not going to be able to decipher which one is dad, which one is not. They're both the dad, you know, like that child is going to know yeah. there's two men living in my house. They're both my dads. So if I need them to do something for me, I'm going to ask either one. So that's got to be on the same page for everyone. So fingers crossed, Jara's going to get the baby that she is ready for. And I'm so happy for her when she went to the doctor because she was so nervous about, you know, seeing what the doctor was going to say. And she's healthy and she's ready to get that baby into this world. So maybe season two, we will see Shara welcoming someone's baby. I'm assuming Valentino's baby, but she said Patrick was on the table. Patrick was like, I am not on the table. Don't listen to that lady. I don't know what she's talking about. So hopefully we'll see that next season. Maybe so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for part one. We're going to come back with part two and talk about the rest of the polyandry couples. I'm George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And make sure you're following my co-host, Didi, as well. Her links are right here at the bottom. This has been the Seeking Brother Husband Season 1, Episode 6 finale. Thank you for joining us this season. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we will see a Season 2 sometime in the future because this was an amazing show. I can't think of any other thing that I would love to watch closely as this because I didn't even know Polly Andrew existed before this. So I appreciate the learning experience. All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys really soon.